Welcome to the Legacy Podcast. The Legacy Podcast exists to cultivate and encourage healthy families by highlighting the necessary, beautiful, and functional role that the local church plays in the family unit. A major emphasis of the Legacy Podcast is to encourage generational discipleship in order for the spiritual health of our churches to long outlive the physical health of our church members. And therefore, we want to leave a legacy of biblical faithfulness. Welcome back to the Legacy Podcast. Uh, this is episode two of our first season, and in this season, we're kind of diving deep into an ecclesiological approach to family ministry. And so, if you haven't listened to episode one, uh, in that episode, I kind of painted the picture uh, of what family ministry ought to be. And in that, I said that family ministry is an overall ministerial posture of the entire church that seeks to cultivate generational discipleship. And if you uh, you want to hear me unpack that a little bit more, you can feel free to, to jump back to episode one and listen to that. But we're going to move right along now and kind of uh, the next logical uh, question to ask uh, in this is, what is a healthy church? Right. If we're taking an ecclesiological approach to family ministry, well, the word ecclesiology uh, is the word for the doctrine of the church or the study of the doctrine of the church, because it comes from the Greek word ekklesia, which is often translated in our New Testament as church, um, but the, the literal uh, meaning of it is assembly. And so our, our local churches are local assemblies. Uh, of people gathered together for um, for preaching, for worship, for fellowship, for discipleship. You can go on and on just to describe you know what the local church is, and, and that's kind of what we're going to get into here. It is my conviction that a family ministry, a strong family ministry, will lead to a strong uh, and healthy church. And before we get into defining you know what a healthy church is, like what is it that defines a healthy church? What makes a church healthy, I think it's important to just back up and ask the question, well, what is a church? What is a church? And so I always, you know, answer that question by saying that the church is not a building. The church is its members, right? You drive down the road, you see all these buildings with steeples on top, and you see stained glass windows, and you see, you know, a, a, maybe a cross on top of the church, and you look at that and say, that's a church. Well, that's how we commonly look at things. But the church, in an even truer sense, is its members, right? It's the assembly of people um, who have committed uh, to one another in membership. And so what constitutes a church, what constitutes a church are the people who are members of that church. So in other words, like I said, the church is its membership. So then it brings up the question, well, what then is membership? To put it in a sentence, church membership is a commitment between an individual and a local church, a, a group of believers, to, to oversee and to be overseen in their discipleship. And I'll say that again. Church membership is a commitment between an individual and a local church to oversee and be overseen in their discipleship. And this commitment is covenantal in nature. Throughout the Old Testament, we see... Uh, Yahweh, the Lord, making covenants with various individuals. There's 
one particular covenant that runs across much of Scripture, and it's the covenant that Jesus came to establish. In biblical studies, we refer to this as the new covenant. And if you uh, you want to see where this is at in Scripture, you can look at Deuteronomy 10, Deuteronomy 30, Jeremiah 31, Ezekiel 36. Basically, look at the whole New Testament. And this is a covenant in which Christ will create a new community, a community of regenerated believers, right? believers who have um, had their heart of stone removed and been given a heart of flesh uh, by the Lord. So in the New Testament, we come to know this community, this new covenant community as the church, as the ecclesia, as the assembly. As the church grew, it became harder and harder for believers to to gather together as one body. Not every believer in uh, the world at that time could could meet under the same roof or could gather in the same area. And so at that point, they began to break off and become their own local churches. And so local churches were instituted and people became devoted members to those other uh, devoted members around them. And so each local church is very distinct But according to the Apostle Paul, each local church is Christ's body. You look at 1 Corinthians 12, he's writing to the church at Corinth, right? He's not writing specifically or or broadly, rather, to every believer. He's writing to the church at Corinth, and, and he's saying that you are part of Christ's body. And so that would apply to every individual local church as well. So each local church is Christ's body, but each local church is also Christ's bride. And you look at Ephesians 5 to see uh, that picture. And so therefore, a church is a group of local people who devote themselves to meeting together for the purpose of discipling one another by means of worship, preaching of the word, ordinances, fellowship, and encouragement. So that, in a nutshell, is you know, what I would say a church is. Coming up, we're going to kind of look more at what uh, a healthy church is. Okay, so now that we have you know, a foundational understanding of what the church is, right? The church is an ecclesia, it's an assembly. It's people who gather for, for worship, for preaching, for encouragement, discipleship, fellowship, all those things. Now that we have established that, we can then move into the question of what makes one of these things healthy? What makes uh, a church a healthy church? Well, an organization called Nine Marks has really structured their entire mission around building and supporting healthy churches. So if you you want to check them out, go to ninemarks.org. And on their website, um, they list Nine Marks, or they derive their name from uh, and these nine marks are what they call nine marks of a healthy church. And so again, this is from ninemarks.org. Go there, check them out. But I'm just going to kind of briefly run through those nine marks to kind of give us a, f- a basic framework for, you know, how, how do we discern whether or not a church is healthy. And so here are those nine marks from ninemarks.org. The first mark is preaching. This is the first mark of a healthy church, preaching. It's not just any old preaching, right? You not just get up there and yell at you and step on your toes. It's it's expository preaching. Now, if you don't know what expository preaching is, just think of the word expository. What does that sound like? 
that sounds like the word expose, right? And so the, the, the purpose of expository preaching is to expose the text, is to expose what's in Scripture to the audience, right? That's expository preaching. It's um, bringing God's Word uh, before congregation in such a way that they can uh, understand it and apply it. So that's the first mark of a healthy church. The second mark is biblical theology. And I think that marks one and two go hand in hand. Biblical theology goes hand in hand with preaching. And biblical theology means that, um, that the church needs to have sound doctrine um, that accords with what Scripture says. The church needs to have sound doctrine. And... and um, the way that'll play out and the way that'll be seen is in the preaching, right? If a church has a good, sound doctrine, you'll see that in the way the preacher preaches. Or, or you'll see that in, you know, the, the, the statement of faith. Or you'll see that in the way that congregation members interact with one another. Okay, so preaching, biblical theology. The third thing is the gospel. The third mark, the gospel. Everything that the church does must flow from a deep and rich understanding of the gospel. The church must establish and maintain a gospel culture among the membership in order to be a healthy church. The fourth thing, fourth mark, is conversion. A good understanding of what conversion is gives the church clarity as to how they are to engage with one another and with those who are outside of the community of faith. The fifth mark is evangelism. So this one also goes hand in hand with uh, the fourth mark, conversion. Evangelism and conversion, um, they go hand in hand, and they both flow from the third mark, the gospel. Right? Because an adequate, or, or rather an inadequate understanding of the gospel will lead to little to no evangelism and a poor understanding of conversion. So we, again, the, the gospel is foundational. Right? We have to have a deep and rich understanding of the gospel. So we've gone through five already, and let me just review those. First, we have preaching. Then we have biblical theology. Then we have the gospel. We have conversion, and we have evangelism. Those are the first five marks. All right, the sixth mark is membership. As we've already discussed earlier in this episode, um, membership is the covenant relationship that churches enter, enter into with individuals. And this commitment, this covenant relationship is an integral part of being a healthy church. I would argue that you can't be a healthy church if you do not pursue a covenant relationship, pursue meaningful membership uh, with the people who attend your church. Number seven, discipline. Right, this is the seventh mark of a healthy church. And this is the flip side of church membership. It's a it's the the different side of the same coin of church membership. A commitment to membership is a commitment to be overseen, and that sometimes will include being lovingly corrected in the areas in which you are struggling with sin. And that's what church discipline is. Discipline is not for the purpose of punishment, but for the purpose of correction and for warning that Sin leads to judgment, and so a healthy church must discipline its members. The eighth thing, eighth mark, is discipleship. 
And I would use this word discipleship to kind of encompass both membership and discipline. Right? That's what discipleship is. It's a commitment to living life together. Right, The good, the bad, and the ugly. It's, it's a commitment to all of that, encouraging and admonishing one another with love and gentleness and, and grace and mercy and all of that. And then the ninth mark is leadership. So in order for your church to be healthy, you have to have healthy leaders. The leaders are responsible to shepherd the flock of God that is among them, according to 1 Peter 5. This includes teaching, correcting, training, equipping, rebuking, admonishing, and protecting the members of the church. That is the role of the shepherd, the pastor, the elder. So those are the nine marks drawn from ninemarks.org. Go and check them out. They're a wonderful organization that, that seeks to build and equip healthy churches. Um, but when we come after this short break, we're going to talk more about uh, how these nine marks kind of play out in uh, the local church. So the nine marks that we just covered, I'll, I'll review them briefly again. Right? These are from ninemarks.org. First one is preaching. Then we have biblical theology. Then we have the gospel. Then we have conversion evangelism, membership, discipline, discipleship, and leadership. Those are the nine marks that are put forward by the organization called Nine Marks. And the, the aim of these marks is not to shame or to cast judgment on those churches that do not perfectly embody each of the nine marks. Because... That is every church. There's no church that perfectly embodies each of the nine marks. So these are not given as um, a law that if we don't abide by those nine marks, then you know we're, we're failing as a church. But they're given as a standard and a goal and an aspiration. Like This is what we want our church to look like. And you can't just walk into a church and say, here are the nine marks. Let's do these. No, it might take some time to get there. And so these nine marks are given as a finish line or a, a goal that we want to attain. We want to be faithful in those nine areas. And, you know, in, in different seasons, you know, we might drop the ball on one or two of the marks. But the goal is not perfection. The goal is faithfulness, right? And the goal is uh, continuing to depend on Christ to be the one who ultimately leads his church, and, and we just have to walk in faithful obedience to him. I also think that, that some could argue for some additional marks of the church. Um, I know during the Reformation, um, you know, church historians have kind of identified three I believe it's three marks out of that uh, era, out of, out of the Reformation era. And those marks were um, preaching, church discipline, and ordinances. And so I think that, that ordinances could be one of those marks that are added into um, this idea. But I think that baptism and 
taking the Lord's Supper, that can kind of be subsumed under the the heading of membership, right? Because that's what we expect of our members. We expect that they would be uh, baptized, and we expect that they would take part in the Lord's table as well. But I think that this um, this list from ninemarks.org is a great starting point for us to consider. But if those nine marks are a bit much for us to remember, uh, which I know they can be for me sometimes, right? That's, that's a lot of things to try to remember. If they're too much, I, I remember a college professor of mine once told me that if he were to define a healthy church in the simplest terms, he would say that a healthy church preaches the Bible and loves the people. A healthy church preaches the Bible and loves people. And those two things depend upon each other, right? Because you can't love the people if you're not preaching the Bible. And if you don't love the people, you won't preach the word because the word is what the people need. And so I think that you can look at all nine of those marks and really place them under any of these categories of preaching the word and loving the people. And so that is what... I think a healthy church is what a healthy church ought to look like. And so moving forward, we're, we're going to try to uncover what you know, family ministry might look like in a healthy church. It might be difficult to, to figure that out, but that's the, the aim that we're heading towards. And, and I hope that you know, as you listen along that you, um, like me, would learn more and more about this and learn the importance of family ministry, not simply as, like I said earlier, not simply as a, a ministry towards families, but as an overall ministerial posture of the entire church. Every church, every member of every church should be focused on family ministry because that is how we leave a legacy for generations to come. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Austin Reagan, and this is The Legacy Podcast.